1: Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power
0: to do? Mobile
1: banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC.
2: Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide.
1: Hello, cheeseheads, and welcome to the first in the new season of the Cheese Room podcast. This is Franco, your host of the show, and tonight I am joined by some regulars all the way from Brazil. Although he's currently still in London, it's Brendan. Hey, doing, mate.
0: Yeah, not too bad. Good to be back on the pod. It's good to pod again. Apologies to our pod followers that have been waiting for some content. We've been doing lots of YouTube, but it's good to good to pod again. We don't see like the we, we don't get trolled in the chat when we're doing the podcast. So. That's <laughs> Like yesterday some geese was like, Oh, Brendan and H G is all monotone and boring and I'm like, Fuck you, like, like boring, fair enough, but monotone, like this voice is all I've got. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off. Exactly. <laughs> I hope he subscribed. On. You need
1: to you need to realise how uh, you know Precious Brendan is. He can't take this abuse. Just give it to caller. He's fine. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, shout out to Kula. Um, If you've not sort of switched over in the summer to our YouTube videos, we've been doing them quite often. It's going to be a regular thing this season going forward on Mondays and Fridays. Caller will be there putting out the content on YouTube. So get involved in that. And the pod will still be back. Now we're back. It's going to go back to our regular... Sunday is most likely, all our games to be on Sundays and then Thursdays for the Conference League, which Bren will be glad to be watching and, and reporting on. <laughs> anyway, also joining from up north is uh, Seb. How you doing, Seb?
2: I'm all right. Yeah, I think going back to that YouTube insults against Bren, we need to tell Paul Muir to calm down. I'm, I'm sure it's probably him. Um, but, <laughs> uh, but, but yeah, no, I'm good. Apart from my my bust knee, which I'm, I'm sure you were going to bring up at, at some point.
1: Yeah, you've, you've tried, tried to steal my thunder, but um, I told you, man, you just can't be playing footballer these days. I mean, how old were the people you were playing against this time? A hundred?
2: No, they they were a lot younger. I think that was the problem. I, I think I, <laughs> I, I thought I could I could live with them and I lasted eight minutes before I, <laughs> my knee would yeah, underneath me. Um, so big shout out to Northwest Spurs who tried to kind of, well, that's why I was there uh, trying to represent them. I didn't represent them very well. I um, no. ended up in hospital, but it's a, it's a lot better now.
1: Well, I uh, hope you get on the road to recovery quickly. And thankfully, you don't need your knee to speak on a podcast. So here you are. <laughs> right, lads. I just want to basically canvas your opinions, I guess, at the end of the, the... It's not really the end of the transfer window yet, but the season is about to begin. The summer is almost over. We've got another two weeks, um, just over two weeks of transfers to be doing. But how do you think it's gone? We talked a lot at the end of last season about this being a big painful rebuild again with several players that we wanted to see gone and um and some areas of the pitch that really needed some quality brought in. So so far we've brought in a replacement goalkeeper, we've brought in a very good defender, which I don't think anyone's unhappy about. Brought in a young left winger and Skip has come back. But then out we've got rid of a goalkeeper. We've got rid of our best defender probably and Foy, if you count him, he wasn't here last year. And then we've lost two right wingers in Lamella and Bale, and a striker in Vinicius.
2: So, Seb, do you think at this stage we're stronger than we were at the end of the season? I'd like to think so, and I think there'll be um, there'll be people who uh, online have um, have praised Levy for the dealing for Romero. Uh, they'll be the same ones uh in a few months time zone. Why didn't he put his hand in his pocket if it all goes to <laughs> shit? So, you know, you know, time will time will tell. Personally, I think we're in a in a better position. Yeah, I think we've obviously got a better backup goalkeeper, actually someone who, who could challenge Larissa and as we know the terms of the deal kind of mean that if we like what we see, then then he's ours. And you know, it's a it's a no-lose situation. Uh, we've yeah. obviously bought in what I think most people consider to be a world-class centre-back and you know I was in the camp where I personally I didn't think Toby was our, our best defender because I, I don't think I don't think anyone was was good enough for that last season I thought they were all all appalling um, and I thought Toby got away with a lot I know HG's a fan I know a few people on the pod like to say he's our best defender but um, yeah, he can play a good, you know, decent long ball, but defensively, I thought he was very, very poor last season. Um, so hopefully, Romero's an upgrade to that. You know, would it have been nice to have kept Bale? Possibly. Um, I think most of us wanted Lamella gone. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, you know, it's it's hard, but I, I would I would suggest that we're in a better position than than we were in this time last. Well, um, at the end of the season.
1: Yeah. Okay. What do you think, Bren, the players have gone through? Do you, do you think that we've improved in the squad or just improved in the positions that we've sort of replaced?
0: I think, like you said, the, the, the window's not shut yet. So we have to sort of maybe evaluate at the end of that. But but so far, so good. Don Fabio's come in and has identified players that we need to shift, has identified positions that we need to strengthen. Um, it's it's a wet dream for for Twitter, a journalists like Fabrizio Romano, who's just tweeting every second about different players that we're we're apparently chasing mm. um but yeah the, the outgoings fair enough yeah I was I was okay I understood Toby going out freed up some wages uh, for a good defender to come in uh, lamella yeah I was he's got a soft spot we've all got a soft spot for him or a lot of us do but again seven eight years isn't it like yeah it's, it was time to go so um yeah I think like we, we, it remains to be seen it's, it's so far so good I'll give him maybe a seven or an eight out of ten so far Don fabio and Uh, Let's see who else comes in.
1: That's generous. I still think we need another defender. We could do with a box to box type or sort of at least creative type midfielder. And I think we need a striker as well. And I know we've been linked quite heavily in the last few days, but that doesn't really seem to be going anywhere now. I just feel like there's some fundamental positions on the pitch, right back as well. We could almost certainly do with a replacement there. And we don't seem to have gone after those. And. Maybe getting in a goalkeeper, yeah, is a savvy move. Apparently, Levy's got rights to his first mixtape and his first two studio albums, so there's a money earner there. <laughs> uh, the defender, you know, we've obviously not paid up front, Apparently, it's some kind of mm. loan deal. We're gonna so that's gonna free up some cash at, at the moment or something. And then, yeah, we've got we've replaced Bale on super wages and Lamella probably being paid far too much money for what he actually contributed. And we brought in a, a very young left winger. That's probably a saving on wages there. So. It's more just pragmatic dealing for me. And I'm not entirely sure that we're in a stronger position as a squad. I still think the next two weeks are going to be vital when we really need to look at some players we're going to bring in.
2: Franco, I think we need to look at the players that we're going to leave. That's the. I think that's the That's the situation pretty much. We've replaced mm. what's gone out, or once we've known that they're going out, been able to replace them. So we know we've still got rea We still we know we've still got Sissoko. And in the positions that you mentioned, um, though, though we need them to go before we bring in their replacements. And that's exactly what we've done so far. So I don't, I think we probably, maybe apart from a striker, we won't see anyone come in until we actually shift some of the, the names that we've spoken about a lot on this pod that we all know need to mm. go.
1: I think we could bring in a midfielder and Sissoko's not worth anything at this point. I mean, you know, a couple of mil here or there. And I know Levy's obsessed with getting some money back for all players, but I just, I don't think any move we, we do there should be contingent on getting rid of Sissoko. He's
2: on one hundred grand a week. You've got to shift that off the wage bill.
1: Oh, yeah, no, I I appreciate that. But what I'm saying is even if you have to get rid of him on a free, then you're saving, what, £5 million in wages this year and, and next year. So it's, I yeah. at some point you just have to bite a bullet and go, right, maybe we won't get rid of this guy for the money we want. We'll just get rid of him and get in a, a much better replacement. And I think we should be doing that. Bren, what do you think? Do you think in the next two weeks we're going to see some of these priorities be filled and, and maybe one or two leave?
0: Yeah, you'd hope so. Like we were saying, Sasoka apparently Milan called for him, which which is hilarious. Of, but yeah, um, so yeah, we, we do need, there are play, uh, players we need to replace. Um, and there's lo- there's lots of deals out there, like uh, Lautaro Martinez as the sort of second striker, he's the sort of guy that if Kane stays, would be ideal to play alongside. Um, and then we have Vlaovic who if Kane goes, uh, would be the replacement, because he is a much more of a, a focal point up front. So um there are still deals to be done and there are players that, that we need to shift and but not that many. Like I still think like there may be I th- I reckon there'll be a maximum three <clears> more outgoings. Um and that and that's enough, you know? Like if there's too much of an overhaul, it can just destabilise things as well. We we have to move players on, but we have to also think about the sort of harmony within the squad and it just looks like uh, maybe we'll we won't get anything for Sissoko, like I said, uh, alone uh, or a, a, a free, uh, just to get him off the wage bill and, and bring fresh players in. I don't know who in midfield we're, we're looking at. Uh, with Skip coming in, that's the player that we didn't have last season, so it's mm. almost a new signing. Um, but yeah, who else in midfield can can I be looking at?
1: Well, this is it. There's not a huge amount of rumours for that centre midfield spot. And today, um, we, we not played at all in pre season, which is worrying. I mean, it's also annoying for me because that's how I judge how the new football shirt is going to fit me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> plus a few pounds. Obviously, I'm being uh, being disingenuous to the to, to Mr. Ndombele. But said that's another you know rumour that seems to be sort of floating around. He's not played. He was ready, apparently, for the Arsenal game, but didn't get on the pitch. Um, it seems like another manager which which is having a few issues with him.
2: Yeah, it's it, there's no coincidences there. And I said it um, at the back end of last season when Mason didn't, blat- uh, Blakeney didn't fancy him. Look, whether there's a, a, an issue of not fancying him or him not being fit enough or whatever, he's now on his fourth manager mm-hmm. um, and there's been an issue with every single one. You know, he couldn't get fit enough with Pochettino, he obviously had his bust up with Mourinho, who tried to coax him round, and you know got caught on. I was going to say caught on the common, then that sounds really dodgy. Doesn't it? <laughs>
0: um,
2: and then you know Mason just completely shut him out, and now there's an issue with Nuno, who seems like he's trying to include everyone if he possibly can. Um, so it doesn't it doesn't look good. It, it it really doesn't look good for a guy who's you know collecting two hundred grand a week and and for whatever reason can't get on the football pitch. It's yeah it's it yeah, not a lot more to say really. If we can get him gone, I, I think I think
0: really we we, we should. We're gonna take a massive hit though. We will take a massive hit moving him on. Like it was a record mm. signing. What and I don't understand the, the thought process when we make signings, what what they analyzed. Like are they just looking at YouTube like <laughs> us? Like surely they would have known that there's a reason that Leon were quite happy to see him move on. Uh, It's just where is the due diligence? We have to get these signings right, and that's where you hope someone like Fabio Paratici coming in uh, will have that knowledge. We'll just be able to sort of gauge a player, understand a player before we push the boat out and invest so heavily. Um, So yeah, Tongi, he can go. He can go, and but again, we're going to take a huge. Financial hit
1: shifting on. I think the thing with him, we we all see he's got undoubted skill and you see it for flashes in every game that he plays. But to be paying that much money and for him to be the centre midfield, sort of the main man, you expect him to try and take the game by the scruff of the neck. i have not seen him do it once. That's my biggest concern.
2: Even his um, uh, occasional flashes of brilliance are lazy flashes of (laughs) brilliance. They're they're, they're brilliant because it's done with the minimum effort possible. So, you know, I think, I think, Shifting him out the door is going to be hard as well. I think he's yeah. quite prepared to take his time doing that as well. So, you know, he <laughs> wouldn't be on 200 grand a week. I mean, it's like Brent said, you know, the, the, the work that went into that transfer and kind of analysing what kind of personality he is, you know, I, I doubt very much was done at all. No, worrying. Um, at the
1: end of the last season as well, we, we realised that we had two fundamental players that we needed to sort out of the contract issues. Son, Thankfully, signed a new contract. Uh, Bren, how important was that?
0: Oh, massive, massive. We, we cannot understate how big that was. And it, the, the, it dragged on for so long and you were mm. kind of like, that made me worried because it was dragging on during a time when there were no fans in the stadium. And Sonny is that sort of player where he does have that connection with the fans and he feeds off that. And having, not having them there, he maintained the love for the club. So, oh, I was a bit worried when when he when he arrived. I don't know if you saw the video of him come through the door, he looked fucking miserable. It was so <laughs> fucking... And I was like, like, he's definitely not fucking signing now. But um, it's huge, especially with the speculation around Kane nailing down Son uh for for the for a longer contract I'm um, sure he's earning a lot more weight wa- in wages he bloody deserves them it was just much needed good news for the club
1: yeah I agree. i think mean, the problem with son is you always see him smiling so if you ever see him in a photo and he's not smiling you instantly think that something terrible has happened isn't it <laughs> yeah. but, i mean nuno said today every single manager that works with him ends up talking about his personality and his infectious smile and how, what it brings to the team so yeah i think it was really important and i'm sure levy thinks it's really important in terms of shirt sales and uh money from career so that one was great Kane on the other hand Seb what a palaver how do you feel about his kind of no show and then his statement four or five days later do you think it was a load of nonsense did Sky create the whole thing what did you make of the whole situation
2: I wouldn't put it past Sky creating the whole thing but we need to remember that this goes back to at least the the rather Oh, just very uncomfortable interview he gave Gary Neville, uh, which was completely unnecessary and obviously done upon his brother stroke agent's advice to to start the ball rolling. Um, yeah. I don't think anyone actually, apart from Daniel Levy, has come out of this very well at all. Harry Kane hasn't come out of this well. Charlie Kane certainly hasn't come out of this well. Manchester City and Guardiola talking on uh, on Friday, it, it, that's not good. It, no. it doesn't matter who you support, even if you're a City fan, you shouldn't talk about players like that. It's, no. it, it's really unbecoming. Um, and, uh, you know, we are sticking to our guns. Now, this might be a, 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 a ploy, although I doubt it, in order to get, extract a bit more money. Um, if it is, does he deserve it? Probably. But was there a better way to go about it? absolutely so you know it's just it's just left a really bad taste in the mouth and and going back to son he is now the darling of white hart lane or whatever you want to call it yeah um, probably more than than harry kane um so you know it's great to see son sign that contract um and he's put himself you know he's he i think he probably he's the number one one number one guy with the fans now
1: no i think you agree um kane is upset a lot of people. And I think his statement was weak, very weak. Um, but it's just a very strange situation. They're now talking about him coming back. There was talk today, Bren of him signing a new contract. That just makes no sense to me. Um, so where do you see Kane when the window closes this season?
0: Yeah, that, that was odd. I saw that as well. But also what I found odd, which I should have clocked on earlier, he was in the Bahamas on Joe Lewis's resort. And again, it could have been coincidence, maybe because Enoch and Tottenham are just one of his portfolio of businesses so uh, one in his portfolio of business so it's, but he was at joe lewis's resort in the bahamas then went to florida it, it just looks again i might be putting two and two together the um the contract thing is odd i guess if he does stay beyond the window then maybe he will sign for for more money mm. but, have, but have a release clause in there or maybe it is a bargaining thing maybe it is that rumour coming out is just to push his price up a bit more for the club to say, look, we are a big club still. He, did, we, we, we can keep players like Kane just to keep that price high as well. So it, it's a strange situation. I, if you ask me where we will be at the end of the window, I really don't know. It can go either way. I've, I've said all along he'll stay.
1: Yeah,
0: I just don't know now.
1: No. I mean, it makes no sense to me signing a new contract, even if it's for megabucks, because the thing that he wants is, is to win stuff, which is what yeah. we all thought. He wants to go to Man City they would easily walk the league, I would imagine. They look very strong, They've just added Greedish. and And they're, they're assuring, I would have thought for the toll, and they'll be challenging for the Champions League again. So I understand that as a motivation, he's getting towards the end of his career, he wants to win things, and that's the most guaranteed way of doing it, is to you know join the biggest and best team at the moment. But for it to not go right, and for them him to then think, well, i sign a new contract then, that just doesn't make any sense to me. I just feel like there's so many rumours at the moment, it's just it's that sort of season, isn't it, where everyone's trying to get clicks
0: Do you think he'll stay or go? Do you think he'll be by the end of the window, Franco?
1: Well, I just don't see Man City splashing that money. Even though I think there was a, you know, when Messi left Barca, everyone thought he was going to go to Man City. It Turns out, I think today he's. Is is it confirmed that he's at PSG? Yeah, he
0: was wearing a Paris t-shirt in Paris.
1: I saw him turned up, so that's that's guaranteed. And and so that still kind of leaves Man City thinking. Well, maybe they'll they've got some money. Maybe they'll do something. I don't know, but. I just can't see it. And, and it makes, again, that what you said about the minimum release clause, if they put it in a new contract, makes no sense to me either because mm. Levy's only going to make it higher, isn't he? <laughs> and if we're after 150 million and Man City won't, won't uh, budge on that, that they're not interested in spending that much money, then it's just not going to work. So I think what we said at the start of the season, what HG has been saying throughout, is that Man City needs to pay the money. And if they don't, then he's going to be at Spurs. The only thing for me is is whether he can turn it around with the fans, which I'm sure once he bangs in a hat-trick, it'll be quickly forgotten. But it's just, I don't know, that that week just really soured things, didn't it? And And it was weird to see that happen from Kane, who you would think... Would care a bit more about the you know the reputation of his boyhood club that he's played for for you know the best part of a decade. So, yeah, disappointing. Let's talk about the manager quickly. Uh, Nuno, Seb, what have you thought of him so far? Have you I don't know if you've seen any of the games that we played. I know they're all friendlies, and you can't draw too much from that. But have you seen any improvement on the football side? And how do you think he's carried himself in the post-match interviews when asked about things like Kane?
2: I think he's carried himself fantastically. Um, look wasn't my choice but I will always back the manager only one manager in Spurs history that since I've been alive that I've, I've never backed and that was George Graham so mm. you're gonna go a long way to, uh, you've got to go a long way for me not to not to want to offer support of the manager um I, I, I thought he came across well when he was when he was at wolves and I think the players take to him and like I said earlier I think he he's an inclusive manager which is the mm. polar opposite of what we had before um, where you could easily find yourself on the periphery or, or Completely um, ostracised from from the group by, by what we've from what we've heard um, of Spurs under Mourinho. Um, yeah. So I, I like what I see. I like the setup. I think the 3 that he's playing suits the person that I think it doesn't suit. But who played well on Sundays is Deli Ali. He really yeah he he wants to play that 10 position closer to the striker as we've spoken about before uh, yeah. and in the 4-3-3 he he can't play that whether uh, whether he has to adapt his game as it looks like he he he's trying to and did well on on Sunday i thought um but uh, when we were talking earlier about um a box to box midfielder um that's probably the role that you might be looking to or the person that you might be looking to replace um, but I think essentially we've got the um, playing staff to to fill the rest of the positions if 4-3-3 is what we're going for.
1: Mm. I think you might be right. And and again, it opens things up for Lachelso a little bit, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, I've re- realised people seem to be calling him LaCelso now, so I'm going to have to do the same. Same I'm going to have to say as Ben Davis, even though I've been calling him Ben Davies all my life. <laughs> going to get the pronunciations right this season. Uh, what do you think, Bren? Uh, do, you, do you rate Nuno so far, what do you think?
0: Yeah, and I've been very happy with him uh, so far. He's he's very good in his interviews. Uh, you can sort of tell he doesn't really like doing them, but he's very <laughs> calm and polite with them. And um, and you can see in, the, in terms of how we're playing, the fitness looks a lot better in the preseason, and that's what you want to see, because pre is all about getting the fitness up. Obviously, we came back against Chelsea, against Arsenal, we really brought the game to them. So, That's that's been a positive in terms of sort of going back to the the, the focusing on the fitness, which rumours were under Jose were lacking in. Um, So yeah, so far so good. I'm, I'm I'm in the I'm in the Nuno camp and. Uh, as, as Seb said we saw at Wolves that he's the sort of manager that the players were gutted that left that they really had a connection with him and that's someone that we want like it's it, it it may be it may sound too soft but it's it's modern football now like the players do need to like the manager yeah and and get on with him and and so yeah so far so good and looking forward to the season starting pre-season there's not much you can gauge but but I'm optimistic yeah i think
1: that's right a, a lot of them are at the end of the day they they're, they're moddy Millionaires, superstars. I mean, when you've gone Don Belly on two hundred grand a week, it's very difficult to probably motivate him with uh, with tough love because he just thinks, well, "Boff, I'll just stay stay at home and earn my money and say I'm injured or say I'm too tired to play football."
2: Did you just say "boff"?
1: It's French, isn't it, for bothered?
2: I think yeah, I think you've nailed that right on. That is exactly that's how he plays <laughs> the football. Oh, boff. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: But um, yeah, it's difficult And And I think he's the right man for it I think, again, in complete contrast to Pep When he's asked about other players asked about Martinez He was very respectful about that And that's what we like It's what we got from Potch It's what we kind of got used to over those five seasons Is the manager being a very respectful, humble guy and in that sense, I can kind of get behind him. Um, and the football—it looked a bit better against Arsenal. We looked quite good at the times. It was nice to see Delhi arriving in the box at the right time. We don't know what he's like with a, you know with Kane up front as well. What the team will look like there. So I think there's there's room for optimism. Another backroom person that we have brought into the club, Seb, is uh, Michael Dawson. What do you think? <laughs> it's nice to see him and Kane, uh, him and King standing next to each other rather than on the pitch, wasn't it?
2: Yeah, they looked like they were going to get completely smashed in the brewery. That's, <laughs> what, it, that's, that's what it looked like to me. Daw, yeah, massive um, Michael Dawson fan, and oh, he yeah. he's someone that carries himself very well. I think when he when he speaks, um, as as a pundit, I think he's very clear and concise. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, none not. Um, not afraid to, to say what he thinks. And I, I think as well, it's going to be, I think he's joined the Sky team as well, hasn't he? Um, so actually nice that we might have someone who puts in a good word for us rather than the, uh, <laughs> the Anfield and Arsenal rubbish that, that we that we normally tend to get. Um, so, yeah, big big Dawson fan. It's good to see him back in that role.
1: Yeah, it's weird, isn't it, Brent? Because it seemed like he left us about, you know, 15 years ago, but he's only just retired.
0: Yeah, how long ago did he leave? Like, it's been what... It was the start of the pot years, wasn't it? So nine years, is it? Eight no, years? seven. I reckon 20, 2014, 15 season, I reckon he left. Oh, yeah, yeah, amazing guy. Like, I did a, one of the Zoom. Uh, Graham Roberts does, like, did during lockdown, did uh, charity Zooms for the NHS. Yeah. And he was on one of them and, yeah, just loves the club and so positive and, and like you said, speaks so well. It's great to have him back. It was hilarious, him with the beer. And you sort of had flashbacks of that picture of Ledley falling out of a cab when they were on the night out, him and Ledley together on, on the piss. So, yeah, so happy to have him back. He's the perfect person for it. Uh, we should have had him on the pod. I'm gutted now because now he's working for the club. We're not going to get him on a pod. <laughs> so, uh, well, yeah, love him.
1: Yeah, let's just, um, we'll get him pissed and get him
0: sacked.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's what will get We'll get Diver to sort of uh, take him aside when he's in the Tunnel Club next and sees him, get him on the lash, and then we'll get him sacked. Um, right, moving on to the season itself. What a massive opener, Seb, <laughs> especially with all the stuff going on in the background. Man City. Um, what can you say about them, really? I mean, I've I've looked at the team news; they don't seem to have too many injuries. It's, it's difficult to know exactly who, what stage of fitness they're at in the first game of the season. But apparently, Foden is out, which is going to be a massive concern because that means they've only got about nine other attacking midfielders that they can play against us. What do you think about the game of the weekend? Are you feeling confident?
2: I wouldn't say confident, but I think it's the right time to play them uh, mm. at home. You know, first time the the, the uh, crowd is back um is it full crowd i think for the yep. for yeah yep. for for a home game um I, and i think as well as foden i think de bruyne is out isn't he or certainly at, at risk, it? At if risk he's yes. playing, not fully fit um yeah no time no time like 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 the like the present really um i'm looking forward to it I, we they we tend to be their bogey team you know there's been plenty of times where we've played them and they'd have 30 shots and we'd have two and beat them 2-0 or 2-1 mm-hmm. um so look I'll take I'll take it. It's just going to be good to see the fans back. Um, I'm sure we won't get hammered. And as long as it's a good game, just to kind of open the season up and see where we're at, I'm, I'm kind of okay with that. I'm not expecting much. Um, but um, like I say, if we give it a good go, look like there's patterns of play. That was the big thing for me, watching the Arsenal games. I, I watched mm. most of the Chelsea game, but uh, the Arsenal game's the first one I've, I've sat and watched it all. And I could see things where I was like, ah. Oh, been, that's a training ground move. Or, mm-hmm. you know, they look—they know where each other's going to be. Whereas you go back to the last season, you know I probably got a bit repetitive. My gripe was, what, what are they doing? What How are they training? What are they learning? Because it does not there didn't seem to be any, uh, you know, HG took the mick out of me, but patterns of play is the only way I know how to describe it. Where, yep. you know, what are they doing? What can we see on the pitch that they've learned in the week? And last season, it was nothing. Now it looks like they're starting to put together good passages and they know where each other's are so if, as long as we see something like that I'm going to be happy OK I mean
1: last year was, was terrible all, all three games I know we won the first one but it was just a one way traffic wasn't it Brent do you think it's going to be fairly similar at the weekend because um, nothing will quiet an optimistic Spurs crowd you know first game back in absolutely ages rather than defending for 90 minutes
0: yeah, I think the the hope is that we catch them a bit cold because it is the first game of the season. They may not have sort of clicked into gear. We'll obviously be in the same situation as well, having players coming back late from international duties. So, um, I think yeah, like i said, it's probably the good, a good time to play them. I think we played them first game of the season mm. a few years ago when Hart had a worldie and uh, I think we, I think it was nil nil in the end. Um, yeah, uh, well, probably wrong. There. <laughs>
2: no, it was.
0: Yeah, so uh, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to, to the game. I'm going to be there with you, Franco, and. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I think that the, the Arsenal game, a few points from the Arsenal game, actually because it has just happened, the um, Hoybier going up to Arteta was was incredible. Like said, get back in your box, and Arteta <laughs> shit himself. Little Fisher Price haircut boy He was just like okay, okay, and um, and so proud of the crowd when when Saka came on because uh, it was only home fans. There were no away fans at the game, and the reception he received from the crowd. That's Tottenham. So proud of you if you were if you were there at the game. Uh, good on you for, for clapping on Saka and, and we can move on and celebrate his uh, his successes uh, to come. Uh, also, Tanganga. Tanganga got the the assists and he, was, he showed his strength. And we're looking at maybe getting in Tomiyasu, who's sort of like a half centre-back, half right-back. But we've got one in Tanganga. It just doesn't make sense to if we've got that, if we've got him.
1: Yeah. Seb, what do you think? Do you think we're going to see um, Romero play and potentially Kane there's talk about as well?
2: I'd say neither. Uh, I, I think Romero's got a slight knock that he came with. Um, I, I, I'm, I think I've read that somewhere. And I think if the front players that have played in the friendlies hadn't kind of played most of the games and not not looked good, then well, we might have seen Kane. But I don't think there's any reason. Um, I think though that front four um, with the players of Skip and, uh, and Hojbjerg and Ali, Behind them, mm. I, I'd expect that to start. I think he, I think Kane might be on the bench. I think Romero is probably unlikely. I th- I'm sure already he's got a knock that's going to keep him out for at least a week. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think it'd be unfair for for Kane to start. He's caused, you know, his camp have caused a lot of upheaval in in, in the squad. Whichever way you look at it, for him to mm. just kind of walks in like the prodigal son. Uh, all right, lads, I, I, I'm starting. You know, you know, it doesn't, it, it, it wouldn't sit well, I don't think. And I trust Nuno to kind of make make the right call. And I, personally, I think the right call is is for him to be benched on on Sunday.
1: Yeah, I agree. Brent, who do you think will be playing centre-back if Romero is not about? Because obviously, Toby's no longer around and um, there was a few different pairings uh, during the, the pre-season.
0: I think we'll probably go with Sanchez and Dier. Um mm. Sanchez looks all right against Arsenal and uh, I think with the right coaching and maybe with the right partner, maybe him and Romero are the partnership that, that we need. We don't may, may not need two marquee signing centre-backs. Um, so, yeah, I, I reckon that that uh, it will probably see Sanchez and Dyer back there. Dyer because he started, I think, most of the um, the preseason friendlies. So, uh, I can see that being the, the centre-back pairing.
1: Yeah, and what about in the midfield? Do you think we're going to see Skip play or do you think it'll be Winks? I think that, that's the choice that he'll be making, isn't it?
0: Yeah, I'd go skip. I think every every Spurs fan will say skip. With Winks, all I've seen from him pre season was him losing the ball against Chelsea and it being uh, leading to a chance which Golini saved. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, why would you why would you mess with that? I think that we can play a double pivot with with Hoibier and Skip. Um, and Skip may not be the the, the, the returning Messiah that we were we we're all thinking he may be, but he's solid. He's disciplined. He'll put in the effort. And uh, so I'd go with with those two in midfield. Yeah, Hoybier and, and Skip.
1: I agree. And I think Skip just looks marginally better than Winks. I don't think he offers a huge amount more. I think he's a very similar player. And I think he plays safe more often than not. But um, I think he's got to be given the opportunity this season. What do you think about those, Seb?
2: I think, Skip, uh, I think Skip will start. And I think that one of the advantages of playing Skips over Winks is positionally, Skip helps to free up Hoybier. As we saw mm. in the Euros, Hoybier isn't just a defensive midfielder. He can mm. link the play. He did that very well for Denmark, mm. um, and I think the fact that you more he'd be more comfortable um, with Skip kind of sitting in if he ventures forward as opposed to Winks. Um, yeah, as Bren said, Winks is Winks. Winks has done all right from what I've seen in prison in, in fits and starts, but he, I don't think his concentration levels are that great, um, mm. and the the. The incident against Chelsea where he gave the ball away—it wasn't just that he gave the ball away. He, he then just didn't chase it back. Yeah. And, uh, and it's like he's—he's he's not a hundred percent switched on. Um. I mean, I've said it before. I know caller agrees with me. I know there's a few. He's only ever looked decent player to me with, uh, um, Moussa Mele next to him, Harry Winks. Mm. Um. And I, I think there was probably a choice. Um, of Sissoko and Winks uh, as to who goes out, and I think Sissoko made his feelings quite quite clear that he wanted out, and I think he'll go. I think we'll keep Winks, um, but I wouldn't expect to see him start um, that often in the league.
1: Going back to what you said earlier, Seb, I think you're probably right in terms of the preseason because if you look, that the, you know, I was shouting at, the, at my TV asking for Clark to be brought on just for ten minutes. If anything, he didn't get brought on, so he's really played with that Sun Bergvine. And um, Lucas, front three, which which kind of makes sense. There's plenty of pace in there, isn't there? Yeah. So I think that's probably what we will start with the weekend. But then in terms of the fullbacks, I think Reggie is, is pretty much nailed on the left. But who do you think will be playing on the right?
2: If he's fit, I'd hope that Tanganga gets it. Uh, as Brent yeah. said earlier, I, I thought he was very, very good. Um, I think what we've not seen from him before was the tenacity to kind of get forward and, and, and Harry... Their their full backs or, or or their wingers, um, I think he's always been sound defensively. But he he looked he looked a, a prospect to me. And as Bren said as well, I I don't know kind of why we're chasing another right sided player unless unless Doherty's going to leave. I think we all hope that Orie's gone or think that Aurier has gone. Um, so I'd have Tanganga ahead of them all um, at this moment in time. Yeah, good
1: shout. I think he needs to be given opportunity this year. It's, you know, he's, he's just been unfortunate that he's not managed to get runs in the side. So I think, yeah, I, I probably agree with you there. All right, Brent, um, you were feeling confident when I spoke to you earlier. What's your score prediction for the weekend?
0: Um... I'm confident, but, but it, I'm also realistic. I reckon it'll be a draw. I think uh, one-all. I don't think either team will start with a striker, so uh, I'll be not going to see huge amount of goals. <laughs> Touch wood. Yeah, um, yeah I'll, I'll go with one-all. I think you're right. we go with the same front three of Sun, uh, flanked by um, uh, Lucas and Bergwijn. Bergwijn's yeah. looked bright. It's good to see him back in there and a uh, bit, bit more confidence with his head up. Uh, his, his, his confidence was gone last season. Um, so it's good to see him sort of showing things in preseason and Lucas as well. It's kind of, we, we, it's probably going to stay as well, Lucas. I think people were sort of itching at him to, to leave, but he does put in a shift. He can produce. Uh, he just needs to to have that consistency to have, to know, uh, to have more spatial awareness, to know, right, I need to, to play it now. He's got the energy. He's got the determination. He's got skill. He just doesn't have the intelligence um, to know when to play it, which, um, seem to have a problem with with our midfielders. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I reckon one all uh, and I'll be happy with that.
2: Okay. Seb? I am quite fancy for a win and I never normally say that against tough opposition, but I, I just, I fancy a 1-0 a, a and they'll probably batter us like they've done before and, and we'll get away with one. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I fancy a 1-0 with, um, who should I say? Uh, I think Lucas. Yeah, go go, Lucas 1-0.
1: Excellent. Um, I think... we're going to (laughs) lose I'm going to go I'm going to go with the 2-1 but um, actually no I'm not going to go with the 2-0 I just I don't know the only thing I really want to see is us attacking a bit more than we did last season and having a good go at it and and just you know like you say some patterns of play so that would be that would be lovely yeah Right, let me just mention footballprizes.co.uk. This week they've got a uh, Jermaine Defoe signed and framed football boot, nice green one, uh, with a montage of pictures around in a nice frame. Uh, tickets are 4.95 and there are 99 available, but don't forget with the discount code 10CHEESE you get a 10% discount. Um, so that's footballprizes.co.uk and that ends on Monday the 16th of August at 7:30. Good luck with that one. Um, also, if you want to support the pod, um, please get involved uh, with our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash the Cheese Room Podcast. Uh, We've just about to order a load of merch for people, t shirts, mugs, that sort of stuff. So, if that's an extra incentive, you want to have a nice Cheese Room t shirt or a Cheese Room mug to, to drink your coffee out of, then get involved. With that, that, the orders will be going in very soon, so please get involved. And uh, and be good to have you on our Match Day chat as well. We've kind of been rumbling over the over the summer on transfer chats and stuff, but it's never quite as good as when we're talking about the game and having a good moan. So get involved, patreon.com forward slash the room Podcast. And don't forget, like I said, Cooler has been doing his YouTube videos, um, so get over to our YouTube channel if you haven't already and subscribe to that. Let me just say thanks to Seb for joining. Seb, thanks a lot, mate.
2: My no problem. Enjoyed it. It's been a while, but um, good to be back.
1: Yeah, as in days. and indeed And Beren thanks for joining When are you back to Brazil?
0: Cheers mate yeah, First of all I want to give a big shout out to Rachel Martin From the Supporters Trust for sorting me out with the ticket And to her friend Pam I got the ticket through the ticket share system yeah. um, So I'm looking forward to seeing Rachel there And do look out for me I'll be bringing the Brazil Spurs flag So if you do see that Flying around the stadium Come and say hello uh, I'm back to Brazil on the 8th now of September
1: Oh so, so you're here for another month
0: Yeah yeah I'm going to Dublin for, uh, for a week Towards the end of the month uh, So I'm looking forward to that Uh, But yeah, back to Brazil on the 8th of September.
1: All right. So like Bren said, if you see a drunk man uh, carrying a flag around, Brazil flag around White Hart Lane, then that's Bren. Go and say hello. He's very friendly. Um, But also, Bren, you'll be doing the Thursday nights uh, conference league. You looking forward to that? (laughs) Yeah. Look, (laughs) Who do you um, want in our first game?
0: um, Is Carabag in there?
1: (laughs) (laughs) No, come on. it's It's the lot from Northern Ireland.
0: Larn. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, Alon or the the Portuguese guys. Yeah, um, I want the Portuguese guys because um, I'll be going there. Maybe maybe we're playing them when I'm because I've got like three days in Lisbon before I go back to Brazil. So I might actually get that game. Um, no, it's next
1: week. Oh, right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, one of the Portuguese guys. I've done. Do you know? Do you know who they're called again?
1: Passos. Uh, I should know. Passos something. Ferreira something. Yeah, that's it. Ferreira but, should be a good game. Looking forward to it. <laughs> Anyway, so like I said, next season um, YouTube is on Mondays and Fridays, and the pod will, as always, be on Thursdays and Sundays. So you'll get plenty of cheese room content. Looking forward to having you with us. And until next time, come on you Spurs,
0: come on you Spurs, <laughs> go on, you Spurs!
2: Sports Social Podcast Network.